0: RPS. Live from Premier Beta Sound 2022. Proudly presented
1: by Cupra.
0: This is Ben Coddy and... no, um, no, just kidding. This is Alvi. We've decided to let Ben rest for a minute. Just a minute. And I'm joining Mar here.
2: Hello. How are you? I'm doing amazing because we have a great guest.
0: Yes, I'm actually fun girling now. Because we have with us Hannah Diamond. Hi. Welcome. Thank you
1: so much for having me.
0: No, it's a pleasure. Like, I'm actually right <laughs> oh, now. Oh,
1: yeah. thank you. Thank you.
0: So, um, you played last night at Tours. Um, how was it?
1: I did at 2 a.m. It was amazing. I had such a good time.
0: Yeah, we actually, me, I was there and I had this like cute rave vibe. Like raving with gays and girls, like everything we need. Are you looking for it when you like prepare your gigs, even your music? Like, let's give them the rave they can't have because normally it's not a safe space.
1: I mean, I guess so. But for me, it's kind of like, it's what I really want from a party. I want a safe space to party. and. You know, to like, it really experience like this euphoric trance moment because, like, I feel like you know, in a lot of electronic music, it doesn't always feel that safe. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think it's it's kind of what I'm kind of presenting what I want, you know. Yeah, and it, I guess it shows. I guess it attracts like-minded people. Exactly.
0: Actually, like um, just like two days ago, I was driving my car and I was crying listening to your music. <gasps> it happens all the time, and it's because. It brings me back to, like, high school when we mm-hmm. were listening to, like, Eurodance, trans music, like, even machina things. Yes. So, I, are those, like, your
1: references? 100%.
0: Of course. But um, is this thing, like, I couldn't enjoy it by that time. I couldn't... Because
1: it wasn't cool. Exactly. Yeah, same. Like, I kind of had to hide that part of my <laughs> personality for, like, quite a long time when I was at school. Because I feel like... It was, I guess, like everyone was having like a really kind of like indie and like emo moment. Yes. And I think trance was <laughs> also, like… Also, we
0: are a, a bit emo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But like,
1: you know, I feel like trance was like a guilty pleasure for me. That yes. I felt like I couldn't really like openly express. And I was thinking about this this morning actually. Because I was listening to… By the pool at the hotel. I was yeah. listening to um this song called Boys of Summer by DJ Sammy. I don't know if you know it. Um, But
0: I don't know if I know this song. Yeah, so
1: if you guys know it's a really good song. And actually, I I was thinking about it because I I was thinking about actually how much of an impact that specific song has had on my life and like my music. Because when I was a teenager, I was in a like a dance group. And I had like, I guess like one of my favorite songs that I danced to in that dance group was was this song. Yeah. And… I really feel like that was sort of like um, one of the like early entrance points for me into trance and got me really into it. And I was thinking even about how you know how much just like being in that dance group and having that song that like inspired me so much, that I loved so much, has actually like gone on so to influence. Thank
0: you to your dance teacher choosing yeah. <laughs> the song. Yeah, exactly. Maybe we.
1: Yeah, I was.
0: W- thinking... We we wouldn't be like. Here with you. <laughs>
1: I was literally thinking this by the pool. I was like, I think my life would be quite different if I hadn't been in that dance group. And I hadn't, you know, found those influences. And and even I feel like looking back, like, that's really prepared me to even be on stage in front of thousands yeah, of people. Yeah, we saw that
0: last night. Like, Aww. your moves with your cute Thank little
2: Thank
0: you. <laughs> my tutu. My tutu. Yeah. yeah,
2: I I missed the concert, which makes mm-hmm. me so sad. <laughs> but… I know you're playing again in La Ciudad yes. mm-hmm. and I'm so excited for Acid Angel party yes, and and you're going to be all there which is it, how does that feel it feels like a, a like a, it's the hottest gig of the town that's obviously how does that Aww. feel like everyone wants to go there yes. because it it's going to be like a friend thing like all of you know each other all of you are friends how are yes. you excited about I'm it I'm
1: so excited I think you know I've been really um I've been missing, like, all of us being together, like, especially, like, doing big festivals and big shows like this. It really reminds me of when PC Music first started and we went to, like, New York with Sophie and we did South by Southwest together. And, you know, those moments are, like, some of, like, my favorite moments in my life. Like, it feels so lucky that we got to experience that and, like, travel the world together. And now we have, you know, we have some new people on our roster, some people who are quite, you know, like, yeah, I guess, like, haven't been in PC music too long but are still like really close friends and I think it's fun to be able to bring those people like into that kind of experience that like some of us have already shared together and like build new ones too.
0: It feels like it's going to be for us the audience like um, quite like Mm voyeurism like you you will be having your house party together. (laughs) And, and you allow us to yeah, come. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that, would be, that, that will be so cool. And I really want to talk about um, how you're one of the OGs of PC Music. Mm-hmm. And you've been there from the beginning. And I always wonder how how did you all met? Like, how did that end up happening? And uh, what how does one suddenly have the greatest uh, group collective? Um? I
1: think it is luck like sometimes i think back to it and it just feels like the perfect storm of people meeting at like the perfect point in time where we were all sort of like working out who we were like at the time when i i first sort of became involved i was in my second year at uni studying fashion and i started an internship at a it was kind of like a music fashion slash new rave magazine called the super super It was kind of a, um, you know, it's quite similar to um, magazines like The Face and Sleazer Nation, Mm -hmm. like back in the 90s. But um, it was really focused on like internet culture and stuff, which is actually quite hard to contain within a magazine. Because once you've printed it, it's kind of old news. Mm -hmm. Um, So a lot of the stuff that we did there was like very ahead of the curve. And I think a lot of people were kind of freaked out by it at the time. But it was like a really exciting space to be in. And um, yeah, a really cool kind of like way to really make friends and connect with people that were into the same thing because it was super, super niche. Um, and yeah, whilst I was there, um, GFOTY was actually um, working at the magazine as a writer. Mm. And um, yeah, her project was uh, started as a column in the magazine where she'd give like advice on how to be the girlfriend of the year. And... <laughs> um, And then through through her I met AG because they went to school together. And then all of a sudden, like I went from yeah, being someone who'd like, you know, just moved to London, didn't really have a friendship group, was feeling quite lost, like hadn't really found my like creative family, to suddenly like meeting a bunch of people who were really thinking about things in the same way as me. And I really think, yeah, that was just I was just in the right place at the right time. It feels really lucky.
0: Sometimes I feel like, um, like in my head, you just met on internet. Like that, mm-hmm. that would make more sense. It would make more sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: it would make more sense. Like
0: but nerdy people just like looking for their family.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it that would totally make sense. But I think sometimes like yeah that phrase truth is stranger than (laughs) fiction it's weird that we all met in real life yeah even meeting sophie you know like um will who was the editor at um the super super um me and will actually went on to make our own magazine in the end called logo magazine and for the launch party we had this party in this like really crazy jazz bar in soho it's very small very niche and we just decided like why don't we try and book Sophie like we heard like one of her songs on SoundCloud there was literally one thing on there and we're like maybe she'll DJ like shall we ask so we asked and I think she showed up to the party and was like maybe a little confused like who are these strange kids like what are they up to and we really like really weren't sure like whether she was into it or not and then I remember Ag managed to grab her at the end and convince her that we were cool. And like, <laughs> I don't know that like
0: no we had stuff.
1: Yeah, we had stuff in common, and then all of a sudden, Sophie came into our world, and then everything kind of expanded. And together, I think we all had this like shared vision, and yeah. you know, we really were were all aiming to make the same kind of stuff. You know,
2: you were also ahead of your time, like. A- Thinking about it, like it, you said it to yourself, like it is incredible to think you were like thinking the things that are and doing the things you were doing so many years ago, things that are now getting into the mainstream. Back then people thought about it like as if it was kind of post-ironic, like not mm. you weren't doing it in a serious way because it was so ahead of, uh, of your time that people couldn't really process that it was a serious thing. Like, do you think now people are understanding more what you music is how has it been being misunderstood for these many years
1: yeah i think i think you're exactly right you know i think people weren't quite ready for it at the start and i think even you know it kind of shows some all the think pieces and all the kind of like you know people really trying to pull it apart and dissect it and like work out what it is it's cool that people are coming like you know i feel like people are like kind of a bit more ready for it now it kind of makes a little bit more sense right even if it took so
2: many years for you it's it's still an achievement that people even if they took their time
1: (laughs) i feel i feel really proud of us and and also always kind of shocked that it happened you know but i think i think really what happened with us more than anything even more so than being like really forward thinking is that we were just like a group of friends who like really really deeply believed in each other's vision and i think when you have that kind of connection with people and that kind of bond and that kind of friendship like you can't really help but magnify each other's vision you know like having people around you that really really are rooting for you it helps you like think it helps you think bigger and it was one of the things that I remember we were all thinking about at the start it was like okay I've got this idea but then like someone would be like but how can we make it bigger you know like what would be the biggest way to do that like you know if we had unlimited budget or like you know if you had the i don't know if you were ariana grande how would you do this <laughs> if you're Katy perry how would you do this how would it be executed and then somehow trying to just like figure out as a group how we could kind of like create that spectacle with like the tools and resources we had and just by helping each other and i think I think that's really, like, how we managed to to do it, you know.
0: It's beautiful. Um, I was thinking that maybe those people thinking that it was, like, a joke. Mm -hmm. It was because of the stigma on pop music. Like, they really wanted to believe it was post-ironic because they couldn't think, oh, poppy's cool. Totally.
1: And I also, I mean, you know, there's also a part of me that thinks, like, there's also like quite a bit of like homophobia in electronic Mm -hmm. music and i think you know we were coming through like making something that felt like very queer friendly and very camp in a lot of ways (laughs) in
2: all of them (laughs) yeah
1: and i think that um yeah i think at the start like obviously we kind of like launched into a kind of a more kind of like i guess like electronic crowd or something Mm because that was kind of fitted in with like I mean there wasn't really a place for us you know at the start and I think um yeah I I just think that crowd wasn't maybe ready for us and (laughs) it's really cool that you know even say like with Charlie becoming involved in in PC and like starting to work with AG Mm -hmm. like I feel like she's really like introduced like her LGBTQ fan base to PC and like yeah it's like it kind of like has helped shape our audience and stuff, you know, into something that feels like way more aligned with where we're all at, which is really cool.
2: Yeah, I love seeing that mainstream is more acceptable of things like so cool, like PC music, and they're willing to understand it as it is and as a serious, amazing project. But at the same time, getting into the mainstream can maybe also have yeah. like downsides. And we were mm-hmm. talking with be about the label of Hyperpop and how yeah. has that changed?
0: Like using the term now it's like I feel like um now it's cool mm-hmm. what they call um pop. Mm-hmm. so um they just reproduce the sounds and structures that you used to do but there's no like this uh rethinking pop music or like um do we need meta like
1: it's like are you thinking it's, it's just more repeating. kind of like aesthetic or something? Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Sure. I mean, my friend Will, the guy that I spoke about earlier, who was the editor of Super Super, he actually said something that kind of like changed my whole perspective on like what hyperpop is really recently. And I, I kind of had that, you know, that meme where okay. you see like the, bra- the brain kind of like expanding. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm I ready for it. Ready. That, yeah. was, <laughs> that was me. And like, he actually said to me recently, he was like, you know, I think all these like, all these critics and stuff have got hyperpop wrong. He was like, it's not a genre, it's an audience. Yes. And he was like, you know, that there's yes. nothing that actually really like joins the music together that much other than like, there's like a really like core audience that listens to everything that gets categorized as hyperpop. And I thought, do you know what? That's actually really smart. And then it got me thinking about how actually on Spotify, a lot I of those like, Spotify genres yeah. are actually, you know, they're like really negated by the audience, not really about the music, but it's about the algorithm of who's listening to what. So actually what they're creating is like, kind of like pockets of audiences rather than genres. And just because an audience likes a certain type of music doesn't mean it's a genre. And then I was like, wow, you know what? That's actually Um, really smart.
0: Mind-blowing, yeah. Yeah. But this is 100% true. Because I remember like the year before... Spotify started using Hyperpop and making Hyperpop uh, playlists. Mm-hmm. Um, they had this like, like an umbrella term. I don't, it was like escape room. Like, do oh. you know um, the um, the Spotify Wrapped at the end of the year? Yeah. So um, I remember that uh, I got said that the music you li- m- listen to is escape room. Not, not room, escape. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, escape room.
2: It was titled escape room. And yeah. everyone was so focused about yeah, that like, label.
0: What's, what's this. Yeah. And it, um, it was
2: hyper like
0: Yeah, but not only because FK was there as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like sure. it was about uh, the audience mm-hmm. and like actually like the community.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing. I think it, I think hyper like really more like epitomizes the community more than it does the sound. Yeah. And like, you know, the artists within that are like pretty flexible because you know audiences like a lot of different stuff you know
0: you okay with the term
1: i think now that you know (laughs) now that i'm like when you think about it as like a community or an audience like that feels like something pretty powerful you know i think like obviously as an artist it's frustrating to be like like i guess lumped in with the genre because like you know everyone listens to music in a different way and takes something else away from it and i think that It's quite hard as an artist to even, you know, put a label on your music or be like, what is it? Because, you know, you might have many references. Like, for me, like, my references are, like, trance, like, hardcore, like, dance music. (laughs) Like, just, like, super, like, iconic pop stuff. Like, really, like, you know, classic kind of pop stuff. And then even stuff like UK Garage, you know? Like, things that really, like, inspired me, like, when I was, like, growing up. So, for me, like... I don't really feel like Hyperpop really summarizes my music at all. But like, when you think about it summarizing my audience, I'm like, yeah, you know, that pro- that's probably right.
0: And yeah, this is the audience that um, came yesterday, yeah. last night.
1: You know, yeah, and I think, I think, yeah, people just thinking about it in the wrong way, maybe.
2: I love it. Yeah. I love that. I'm yeah. going to terms with the idea of Hyperpop yeah. again. I'm like, yeah. It's, it's ours again. It's, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, for a while it, it was like, oh, whoa, whoa, It was whoa. taken away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it felt like that. Yeah, sure. Uh, totally. Talking about sounds, I think we have to talk about your album, which has been a long time coming. Oh, You've been true. in like the music in- industry since forever, yeah. forever, but your album just came out recently.
1: Well, just before the pandemic, I guess. Yeah. So. Yes. Oh, yeah. Recently compared <laughs> yeah. to, to yeah. the time since uh, yeah, you began. Totally.
2: Yeah. Um, but, um, why was it like that it took so long? Is it because you take so much time in your aesthetic aspect of your music and you wanted to make it perfectly fit in the Hannah Diamond universe that it's so specific and and, and so well done? Or what was the the reasoning of, of preparing so much this project? Yeah,
1: I mean obviously there's like so many so many parts like in my album that were made by me like especially like all the visuals it took me a really long time and looking back like i think you know like maybe i should have like asked for more help or like you know (laughs) but like i really do think that because i was i was working out who I was Mm -hmm. you know i i really wanted to work out like what my project was about and you know i don't just think about my music project as like me being a music artist i think of myself as just more like I don't know, like, some kind of artist. Like, I'm thinking about everything being connected. And I have a lot that I want to say, you know, in in quite a specific way. Like, I'm, you know, I'm not just, like, making music for fun. It feels like something that, like, I really need to, like, say or, like, communicate. And I'm not really sure, like, why or, like, where that comes from. But it's, like, this, like, really, like, deep kind of, like, feeling that I have.
0: And... Like I was last night, I was wondering, you're always that sad? Because actually, like your song is I like Bobs, but um mm-hmm. sad bops.
1: Yeah, I mean I think like when I think about all the the music that I really like, like I think like Robin is potentially uh, yeah. my favorite <laughs> pop mean, star. Like yeah. I love her. I've always loved she her. She
0: literally invented this idea of like crying on the dance floor.
1: Yeah, and like I don't know I just there's something that has always really resonated with me like about her music and like yeah she's like a really big like (laughs) waving at me in the window (laughs) um yeah she's like a really big yeah I guess like a big influence of mine and someone that I really look up to in terms of like pop music stuff um but then also say like with Reflections like that album it felt like um it felt like a personal like exploration of my experiences that I really wanted to come to terms with and you know make how I felt into something beautiful at like you know as a way to sort of like overcome it and I think that um for me anyway like doing that and turning like it you know, like a sad or like a bad experience that I've had into like my work and making something that I really love out of it. I feel I feel empowered by like feeling my emotions and like, you know, letting myself like be unashamedly sad or like, you know
0: It's like sad but also at the same time cute. It's like <laughs> it's a quite a weird um mix like yeah sure you've been the cutest but also it's making me cry yeah (laughs) yeah i love that
1: oh thank you yeah so i guess you know when i think back to everything that i made like i literally did everything you know Mm -hmm. like even just like there's so many things that goes into like putting a release out, like tiny things that like actually take a long time that people don't realize, you know, yeah. even yeah. like my stage visuals. When are you
0: going
2: to release it? My new album. No, no, no. That's one. like
0: the, <laughs> yeah. the thing people, that people, like fans. Yeah, fans know.
2: don't know how long it can yeah. take and, and we're eager to to hear more, more things. But after waiting and, and seeing a project so well curated as yours and stuff, it's like course it takes time like yeah. uh, it makes sense and, you
1: know, especially as like a a new kind of like artist that doesn't have like a lot of financial support mm-hmm. like I think like you know at the time a lot of people didn't didn't realize like what was going on in my life like I still had a full-time job like mm-hmm. when I was like first started doing music and then I hadn't even like gone freelance as a photographer yet like I'd just come out of uni and I was like you know I was working like 36 hours a week just trying to like keep going so i could like you know work on my project and that was me for like you know quite a long time and that can be like really limiting on like your you know course, ability to be creative because you don't have you physically don't have exactly. time you know
2: um you <laughs> this,
0: this was <laughs> my alarm <laughs> <laughs> the siesta <laughs>
2: Jeez, Wake yeah. up, Albie. Um, but i'm awake dropping the album and finally having mm-hmm. your project out and after all these steps on the mm-hmm. road was this your moment in your musical career that you're most proud of? Or do you have another moment where you think, wow, I, I remember that exact moment thinking I made it or whatever?
1: Yeah, I have a few. Like one of them was, <laughs> weirdly, it was like before my album even. There's there's quite a few. There was, I guess like one was like my very first show. Not that I felt like I'd made it, but like I was definitely it very... It was
2: special to you. It was yeah. so
1: special to me because... You know, I was just very confused. Like, I did this show at the, like, London Edition Hotel with AG and Sophie. And I only had, like, I think I had one song out. <laughs> I guess it was Pink and Blue, I think. Yeah. And um, I the capacity for the venue was small. It was, like, 300. But I think, like, 2,000 people came to try and queue. And there was a queue around the block to come to my show. And I remember thinking, like, surely not everybody's here to see me. This is insane. And you know, I felt so small and so shy. And like, I look, my friend, my friend Aaron recently sent me some videos of that show, and I was like, oh, baby me, like, it looked like a, I was doing like a school recital. Like I was so shy and like so unprepared for like what was going on. But when I look look back at it now, I remember like. Um, yeah, I just remember all my friends being like, oh my God, is she going to be okay? Like at the crack, because I was really shy back then, you know, mm. like I found it difficult to speak up in public and, you know, I, w- I was super, super shy and a lot of my friends were really worried about me and I remember like Sophie like <laughs> rubbing my back being like, she's going to be fine, she's a pop star and me just like getting pushed <laughs> onto the stage and being like, ah, okay, let's go, oh. you know, but that, that felt like a really special moment.
2: It, it really sounds like something yeah, to, be, to proud be proud of, of totally, yeah. like a song and all these people waiting for you and
1: yeah it's, it's i still think it's crazy i <laughs> yeah i still think it's crazy
2: do you want to play a game or do you have a, a final question yeah um
0: let's talk about concrete angel sure i mean how do you make a cover better than the original song
1: (laughs) oh i don't think i don't think it could be better not better but like
0: (laughs) you you made it yours yeah it's like you sometimes forget it's a cover
1: Mm -hmm.
0: right yeah totally like i know
1: what you mean you turned it into
0: a Hannah diamond
1: thing yeah sure i mean i've again you know like how i was chatting about that song boys of summer like i've (laughs) i've like yeah concrete angel has been like a favorite song of mine like since it first came out like i remember when i heard it i was just like this is potentially the best like trance song i've ever heard i just i just really really love actually, it actually like
0: when you first uh released it on soundcloud in 2017 mm-hmm. i think yeah the ep was named um so soon i won't see yeah. it at all yeah like i mean it actually is your song yeah <laughs> <laughs> true
1: um but yeah I just I just loved that song for so long and and I think because of that I like knew the song really well too so actually it made recording it yeah. really fun and really easy because like I feel like I've probably sang it in the shower like thousands of <laughs> times you know it's that it's like that kind of song when for you me. See, when you
0: sing it in the shower it just gets into your skin into your bones into you so it's like now is is my song (laughs) yeah
1: you like absorb it or something yeah it's true but you know i also think like you know in terms of like being able to make it feel like it's mine i think that really is the privilege of working with someone like ag because he is such an amazing world builder and also like somebody who i feel like you know a friend who really like deeply understands me as a person and you know that combination of having that kind of close relationship where someone really knows you and knows all the things that you like everything that you're into and then also like having this like amazing ability of like being able to like build and construct like entire worlds like sonically i think genius. yeah it's like it's just such a privilege to be able to you know have friends that talented, that talented yeah, yeah and also you know to to be able to work together and, and and make something that everyone can enjoy and i think um i think that's how i made it mine is just by having like a really cool friendship with someone who understands me it all it's all what about what
0: friendship in the end, end. And,
1: it, and knows what i would want from it you know in terms of like production and yeah yeah
0: that's lovely Game time!
1: Yes, let's okay. Do it. So,
0: so, um, I love playing games with my friends, and this is one of um our um, favorite games. So we always ask, um, ask us, mm-hmm. uh, things like, if you were, I don't know, like a fruit, which one would you be? So, I'm going to ask you yeah. three of these. If you were blah blah blah,
1: okay, you have
0: to think
1: quickly. But no, just saying like, it. Yeah, just, think exactly. just think
0: your answer oh, I don't say and it. then Mar and I
1: will try we to we will
0: yeah, we <laughs> will try to guess <laughs> and let's see if there's a match.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah? Yeah, okay. I'm nervous. <laughs> so, um the first one is if you were a makeup product, yes. Yeah. Which one would you be?
1: Oh, I think this one might be easy to guess.
0: Yeah, maybe. Okay. Now if I
2: I'm not if I don't guess it, I will feel bad. I feel I
0: like I have it in my mind. I I would say like um, a glittery eyeshadow.
2: I have to say I highlighter. Oh.
0: Yeah.
1: I shall I tell you what I yeah. actually thought. Yeah. I thought lip gloss. Oh, you
2: that's know, a not, much,
1: it's
0: but not the, a match. Not a match because it's
1: the shiniest product.
0: Yeah,
1: that's true. You know, the most, yeah,
2: the most sparkled.
0: I mean, there's some like highlighters that are so, so, so sparkly. But lip
2: gloss has like an iconic concept to it too, like culturally... To be yeah. a lip gloss like it, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it has on, a lip gloss yeah
1: like I it think. has like a whole like you know aesthetic attached to it mm-hmm. yeah. you know like when I think of lip gloss I think back to like in looking through magazines when I was a teenager and seeing like the Rimmel London mm-hmm. like, lip gloss yeah. Yeah. ads or like the Dior addict ads. Yeah.
2: They're so good. Yeah. Okay. okay. Zero points zero <laughs> points.
0: Yeah. So um I think okay let's let's try the I think easy one. Mm-hmm cuz we need some points.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if, if that one So,
0: if you were a spice girl, which one would you be?
1: Hmm. I mean, I think everyone thinks they might know which one
0: I am. Yeah, but yeah, maybe you know yourself more than anyone yeah. and deep inside you are not the one we're we going to uh, say
2: the obvious one, Yeah. baby, baby spice. spice, Emma.
1: I guess I kind of am, but then like I also feel
2: like I have a bit of sporty spice in me. Mm. Sporty, like, yeah. I would yeah. even say, but posh a bit. Yeah, maybe also <laughs> posh because of the lip gloss and stuff. It's also yeah. like kind yeah. of the posh vibe. I feel like I'm like the the
1: combination of all the spice girls. This is
0: you this are is spice actually girls. this is what I actually um answer every time we play this mm-hmm. this game and my friends are like you can't be everything like
1: damn. i want to be everything yeah like <laughs> it depends
0: on how i, I, depends I don't know on how my i feel yeah exactly
2: yeah let's say every yeah, of yeah. Girl, so whatever so then, answer exactly.
1: points all around <laughs> yeah.
0: but actually i think i'm jerry
1: that makes sense like the, i can the, see it yeah
0: <laughs> okay, and you, yeah, I, I would, would say, say Victoria. Posh,
2: I'm quite yeah. Good posh. <laughs> yeah.
0: So last one.
2: Okay.
0: It's… if you were a Britney song,
2: Ooh. which
0: one would you be? Or even if your music was, uh,
2: no, no. Let's say no. Let's if say Hannah Diamond was
0: yeah. a Britney song, which one
1: would be? I th- let me just let me Yeah, just sing. yeah, yeah let I let you mean, a minute, yeah. Because let I let have just to go think. through the archives like, <laughs> 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 exactly. <Yeah. laughs> Um, I mean, I know the one I… I like, I, maybe it's the first one that goes into my head. Okay. Don't worry, I think… Yeah, I don't like, have a
2: special, I actually, actually. It's not like… Yeah. Niche For me, it
0: song. was… Yeah. For me, it was like… Just last night after your show. It mm-hmm. was like… Mm, I think Hannah Diamond is this Britney song. Oh, yeah? So, that's why I wanted to ask.
2: I thought about Lucky.
1: Oh, I love that song.
2: I think you're… Give Me More. Because really? yeah, wow. because give me more. It's like Hannah, Hannah Diamond Universe. It's a lot of everything all the time. True. And give me more is give me more. I want more also of Hannah Diamond. But the universe is it's very rich of everything. So mm-hmm. it kind of works. I thought nice. it was a great answer. <laughs> well, you really thought about I that. Know, I <laughs> want to win this one. Yeah, true. Yeah. Shall I tell you the one I was
1: thinking? Yes. Yeah.
2: Please. Do
1: you guys know the song "Unusual You"?
0: Oh, not now. Oh, Wait, no. uh, let's let's maybe check it. You guys yeah, are gonna have to play
1: maybe we're. Yeah,
0: can can we look for it?
1: It's my favorite Britney song. Oh, yeah, then great let's album. just
0: finish finish um with this Britney song. It's Unusual Me.
2: Unusual, Unusual You. you. Uh, okay. Rob, is it possible that we play Unusual You by Britney Spears <laughs> to see which Britney Spears what? song yeah, to is my diamond? About. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean I don't know if it's me, but it's my favorite one. I really love. Then it. it
2: is sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it just—it's that easy. Yeah, yeah, it
0: goes like this.
1: Nothing about you is typical. Nothing about you is predictable. You got me all twisted and confused.
2: chorus. I. We will bump this song now but we have to go because we're having way too much fun and we could stay here forever but um, we have limited (laughs) time for Hannah we cannot (laughs) keep her here forever it's been a pleasure I mean if you you want to stay here with us (laughs) just hang out I mean that would be cute (laughs) thank you so much for coming thank you no thank you for
1: having me it's
2: been so nice thank Thank you. you thank you come to the PC music Yeah. It's not Topic because heavy in your soul
0: RPS, live from Primavera Sound 2022,
2: proudly presented by Cupra.